There is a misconception, and I really want to underscore this. Many of you know I came from corporate America before I was a business owner. I worked 20 years in senior management. And there's this misconception in corporate business that creates this myth that we shouldn't get personal and there should be a line. And here's what I really want to emphasize. I'm not saying that there aren't boundaries. Of course there are and there has to be. But the interpretation of that, that we shouldn't create rapport or connection, is so counter to how we motivate and lead people. You must do that if you want the ability for them to commit to your vision and engage in the work. Hey everybody, welcome to Finding the Upside, the podcast where we talk about navigating all the messy things that life and business can bring and how to come out on the other side with a lesson to find the upside. I'm Maria De Laurentiis Reyes, and I am so thankful that you've chosen to listen today. I really want to thank all of you who have been enjoying the podcast and listening to all the episodes. I really appreciate that. And I hope that you are finding things that resonate with you and can help you in your life and business. If you have, please share this podcast with friends and colleagues and leave a five-star review to help get this to more people like you. This episode today is a first of a series that I'll be doing over the next two months called True Leadership. This five-part series of mini episodes will release throughout the next two months and all of them will have the True Leadership label as a part of the title. Each will focus on another aspect of creating that high-performing team through leadership and what's involved in that. So to make sure you don't miss any of the episodes in this series, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified when a new episode drops. Okay, let's get into it. So today, true leadership, how to achieve high-performing teams as an entrepreneur. You know, leadership is a topic that I have touched on in other episodes, but it is an area that I have spent a lot of time in my own life, leading others, teaching, talking about, and working on with my clients. This is such a key area to focus on, especially now, particularly now with all the issues that companies are facing with the great resignation or as many people more accurately describe it, the great reevaluation. And I concur with that description. There's power in having a deeper understanding about the foundational principles of leadership that really lead to whether or not you're able to create an environment that is conducive to high performance. And there are so many things that are a part of that that many leaders aren't aware of, and truthfully, some just ignore. So let's talk about the entrepreneur. One of the blind spots that I see with a lot of entrepreneurs is that they're kind of clueless that leading people has mostly to do with what they do rather than what their staff does. And changing it, the key is looking at what they are doing as a leader first. 
Now, there's a reason why there's a blind spot for a lot of entrepreneurs. And I mentioned this in episode two, where I talked about the problem with, with leadership today. And it's that many owners have never worked for anyone else. Therefore, they lack the experience of seeing the, the dynamic that exists in a company where they have taken direction from someone else, had to work as part of a team, or how it feels to be led in one way or another. You know, you learn a lot through that experience and truly for better or worse. Some leaders haven't had the experience to understand what works and what doesn't. Some leaders, if they've had a poor experience, they don't know how to convert that into a good experience because they lack the ability and the application, really, uh, that they would have had in that dynamic. Now, I have to say this here. There are many leaders that have been led in a really bad and ineffective way. So if entrepreneurs or business owners have had leaders, they've had them, but they haven't been good leaders and they've led in that ineffective way. And what ends up happening many times is that they just perpetuate that in their style and approach. And that is not best practice. But you see, you really have to understand true leadership on a deeper level. So let's talk about the first aspect, which is all centered on this fact. The first aspect of true leadership is this. You are working with people. Yes, people. Most of the concepts to be successful here are pretty basic. You're working with people. So if you don't have great interpersonal skills, and, and let me clarify here, I don't mean sales skills. Interpersonal skills that allow you, because you've worked on them, to truly connect with others and understand them and build the relationship with them. Yes, build a relationship with your staff and employees. This is essential to leading. Now, there's many leaders who aren't true leaders, and they don't accept that fact. They don't accept it. But if you want your teams to reach that high performance, you have got to accept that and check yourself on your ability to do that. Some people, for some people, that comes very naturally, and then they work you know, to master that, because it does take work to master it, even if you have a natural affinity to do it. But there are many people who have that natural affinity. But others need to work on that because it doesn't come naturally, and they have to work even harder to develop that and the ability to be honest with themselves in terms of where they are at with this. I hear from a lot of owners who think, and say, well, I don't want to do that. Do I have to? I really have to work on myself and I really have to build a relationship with my employees? And I would submit this. Well, think about it. If you aren't working on a relationship with your spouse or significant other or your child, 
how good is that going to be? Right? It takes work to develop a relationship and to, de- to develop rapport and develop trust and all the things that come into play with that deeper relationship and connection. And yeah, you have to as a leader. Like there is a misconception and I really want to underscore this. Many of you know, I came from corporate America before I was a business owner. I worked 20 years in senior management. And there's this misconception in corporate business that creates this myth that we shouldn't get personal and there should be a line. And here's what I really want to emphasize. I'm not saying that there aren't boundaries. Of course there are, and there has to be. But the interpretation of that, that we shouldn't create rapport or connection is so counter to how we motivate and lead people. You must do that if you want the ability for them to commit to your vision and engage in the work. Think about this. Why would you work hard for someone? What are the conditions in which you would give your all? Mostly the reasons that I hear when I ask this question, and if you're asking yourself, would really center around that they showed care and concern, that they had your best interest at heart, that they had your back, and in turn, you had theirs. They appreciated you, so you wanted to reciprocate that. It's pretty simple. But then that is the challenge, is for you to show that care and concern so that you can truly create a connection with them and build the rapport that supports that. It's also about getting to know them because that's how we create rapport, let's face it. And that takes an investment on your part and actions aimed at doing just that. Now, I want to state here because some of you have big teams. And for some of you who have big teams where you're not personally guiding and directing and leading others in the day-to-day. But if that's the case, this approach has to be part of your company's core values so that your leaders under you are doing that as well. It has to be threaded in the culture of your company. And it has to be in the guiding principles and the expectations that you have for all leaders on your team. That is so critical. And sometimes I'll say this here, many business owners have these principles, but in the implementation on their team, their other leaders, they are not carrying it out in the same way. So that's really critical to think about what are those guiding principles? What are the core values? And they're not just things on a wall. They are in the expectations and the behavior for all of the leaders on your executive team or in your management team. Now I have to state this. Many people think motivating and getting high performance is about money. And listen, money is an important factor that can't be overlooked because there's a lot of underpayment in the business world today where people are not being paid 
their worth. But the culture of the working environment is the foundation for performance and commitment. It's the difference of people being all in or just showing up for a paycheck. There is a quote from a recent podcast that sources an MIT management review that states this, a toxic corporate culture is by far the leading predictor of industry-adjusted attrition and is 10 times more important than compensation in predicting turnover. Yes. So attrition is when people leave, right? It's 10 times more important than compensation in predicting turnover. Corporate culture sets the foundation. This is what's driving the great resignation or the great reevaluation, as I call it. And it's also, and this is even worse for companies, driving what's called quiet quitting, where people don't leave, but they've already quit. And we're going to talk more about that on this topic of quiet quitting in another episode. And we'll also touch on all the factors that have led to this great resignation and great reevaluation and all the workforce issues of recruiting and retaining talent in today's business world, where we are. So that's a wrap on this mini episode of this special series, True Leadership, How to Achieve High-Performing Teams as an Entrepreneur. Stay tuned for the next episode in this series. I promise you there will be a lot of detail on this very topic, and I hope that you'll tune in. I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and if so, share this with someone that you think this podcast or this episode will help. See you next time on Finding the Upside.